changes our lives are small moments. I mean, small moments can shift our complete trajectory and, and we don't know those moments. Hey everybody, welcome back to the FAQ show, the fact show. I am excited to be back here today and online with us, we have my great friend, Sharif Hassan. Sharif, how are you doing today? Excellent, Dan. Thanks for uh, having me back here. Obviously, uh, this is, I'm just pretty excited. We, we've had a lot go on since our, uh, our last recording and uh, I'm excited to just dive into that. We do, man. I, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this because literally over the last week and a half, I've got, we, we, we got to spend some time with each other uh, on, on man trip. And I'm sure that that term is probably you know, <laughs> peaking some questions in people's minds right now. But uh, I also, I, so what you probably didn't know is when, when we parted ways on Sunday, I caught a Monday flight back to Florida and literally a Tuesday morning flight up to Atlanta for a conference. I did catch one photo that you posted about that, um, but you know, that you were on a plane, but yeah, which I think is just the theme of this year for me. I've been on a lot of planes. <laughs> I've been on a lot of planes. I have too. I've traveled a ton, but it's a lot of great stuff, but definitely spent some, uh, spent some money on the credit card. <laughs> it, you know, it does add up, man. Hopefully you got a good card with, with, with points, man. What yeah. actually, you know what, let me ask you that. Cause I find myself always looking, I don't think I have a very good credit card for points. I, I don't mm -hmm. think I'm very good at this. What do you, what do you use? Like, what is your best points credit card that you're using to get the best rewards back? So full disclosure, I'm not very good either, but the one that I do use is Chase, uh, I think it's Chase Freedom, and that was recommended to me. Or wait, is it Sapphire? Oh, shoot, no, I think it's Chase Freedom. But uh, it was recommended to me from a friend out of Houston who travels a lot, and, and she was like, "Look, this is one of the best ones that I've researched." So obviously, I just jumped onto it. But uh, it, it it does give you know pretty good rewards. I think I get five percent back on certain things every quarter, like. So it's gas one quarter, it's restaurants one quarter, it's, you know, and so I don't know if that kind of restriction ends up worse in the end. And then you get like a 1% on everything else or something like this. So um, anyway, it, it's, I see significant amounts, you know, $300, $400 uh, back um, every couple of months. I think I do about a thousand a year maybe or something, um, 1200 on, on a good year. So. Okay. I'll, I'll have to look into that, man. Cause I really... I've always been looking, I have an airline card cause we travel a ton, you know, sure. so I, I ended up getting like miles and, and that can put towards free trips. So, you know, already this year we've, we've, we've claimed a few free tickets for, you know, my family when we go places, which is helpful because as you know, I travel a lot for business and, and I've got that rule that, you know, if I'm out of town for more than three nights, they have the choice to come with me, you know, so mm -hmm. uh, it is to rack that piece up. And, but I feel like my other spending, I need to be putting on a, a different type of card, uh, really to, to get more points. But yeah, yeah anyway, I know let's was, look into that and then we'll, you know, we'll talk about it, uh, on a future uh, episode. We'll tell everybody what we, what we found. Yeah. So, so this is probably, uh, for anyone listening, like we're not gonna, I, at least I don't think I'm going to be as business focused on this show just because Shreef and I just got back from a pretty epic trip. And I honestly, I want to, there's a couple of questions I, I want to ask about that, but, um, so really quick, I'm just going to kind of set up for anyone that's listening that doesn't know about this. So Sharif and I, we've, we've been friends for a long time, you know, going back well over a decade and uh, actually probably two de over two decades at this point. And 12 years ago, when our circle of friends were, were, were basically growing up, becoming a little bit more professional and pursuing our professional careers, there was that tugging or that sense that you knew that our lives were going to get pulled in different directions. And, and I'll tell you, one of the, the most special things that you can maintain in this life is those close friendships, you know, and we didn't, I, you know, exactly. we didn't want to see that go away. So we, we decided to do this thing every year called man trip. It was really just with the intention that our core group of guys would make it a point, no matter what was going on in their life, no matter where they were at in the world, that once a year we would get together and we would just have a great weekend. And, but yeah. this particular group of friends can't do anything just basic. 
So we had to take it to, right? I mean, we can't, right? No, so, no. And why would you want to do anything average or basic? Yeah, don't be basic, right? So, <laughs> so there's rules to this thing. So, so basically how it is, is... Which we're uh, breaking currently by, by talking now. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I think that was just a ploy on... Yeah, uh, we're past that, that, yeah. We're past that. I think we talked about it. I think, people, I, you know, I think other people need to know about this because if there's groups of friends, I think they need to do this. Yeah. You know, I really do. I, I think it's a great idea. Um, but so we created these rules to where... Uh, one person plans the trip and I'll tell you who that is in a second, but one person plans the trip. Everybody throws in uh, a little bit of money and that's the budget for the trip. And this one person will plan out a trip and they'll cover the lodging and the meals and the activities and events and things like that. And you, you go there and we all just kind of stay and the events range, they're wide ranging all different years. They could be, you know, low key like golf, or they could be, you know, things like extreme karting, or it could be, uh, things like whitewater rafting or paintball or things like that. Uh, and it's, it's incredibly fun. It's a, a lot of good times. You know, we have some amazing meals, you know, libations and great activities and great conversations among friends. And we just catch up when we stay connected to each other. And at the end of the trip, and it's usually a three day trip, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, at the end of the trip, everybody takes a vote and is like, who is, who is the man of the trip? Like who just dominated the trip? you know, and they vote yeah. and they get this trophy and it's like, whoever gets it. And it's kind of like, it's a big deal. And I know that, you know, some people will, will laugh, but it's, I think it's special to us, you know, and, and, and it's really kind of been, been fun, but you oh, get I love this it. trophy and it's this, it's this traveling trophy and it goes around. I think everyone and everyone in the group has had this at some point, some, some more than others. We've been doing this for 12 years and there's six of us in this group now. And whoever gets the trophy is the one that has the power, the authority to plan the next trip. And that's their responsibility. But the trophy also has rules. So it's a pretty cool looking trophy. <laughs> and the rules are this. It has to be openly displayed in your workplace or home when you have it. And if you leave for more than three nights, the trophy has to go with you. You have to take it with you. So this thing is not and only that's, traveling. And that's tougher than some it, might think. It is. Remember. like. It is tough. It is, you know, and uh, I actually have a funny story that would have got me out of, out of compliance on, within this past week um, for this that I'll share in a second. But it, so I've taken this trophy a lot of places. It's actually it's uh, it's been in Hawaii uh, with me at one point. It's been in uh, Honduras uh, with me. It's been on a, a number of cruises and, and islands. And I know that you've you've taken it some pretty cool places. So this is not only a traveling yeah. trophy just among the, the group. It's pretty well, it's an international trophy at this point. And uh, <laughs> if you've ever been nabbed at TSA uh, and they oh, pull this thing out. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, absolutely. I had, I, this was years ago, actually. And, the, and the, the TSA saw it in the bag and was just like, what is this? And I told him the whole story and the, the dude loved it. He was like, that's amazing. He's like, I need to do that with my buddies. So <laughs> it's an incredible trip. When we just came off this, we actually just went up to our good friend, Larry, uh, planned a really cool trip. Uh, and it was I'll admit that going through it, I was like, it wasn't as extreme except for one part, uh, as, as I, as years passed, right. it was exactly what I needed in my life at the time. I needed just a cool, slow down kind of trip just to kind of decompress. And it's evolved. Like our, the trip has definitely evolved over the years. It used to be all about the excitement and, uh, maybe a little more drinking and, you know, these type of things, but it's, it's, you know, it's evolving and it, yeah, I agree with you. This yeah. year was, was very interesting. Sorry, go ahead. I, I had, I had an amazing conversation with Mike in the kitchen when everyone was out playing. Yeah, okay. Which, that. which was, which was cool to watch, but I had a like, and I wanted to get out there and mix it up with you guys in the first game of croquet and people are listening like these guys are playing croquet. It's, it's literally like an extreme version of croquet and it was a lot of fun. And if you've not done it, go do it. It's, it it's is, a lot of it fun. It is so much fun. I mean, I was I was recently shown croquet and I, I was like, Oh good. You know, this is going to be terrible, but we just had such a blast on the, on the previous time that I played croquet. And then this time bringing it in with the guys, it was, it's just a fun game. You got to do it. A couple so, of drinks. <laughs> so who won the first game? I, I guess I never got that. Who won, when, when Mike and oh, I were man. talking in the kitchen, who won that game? Uh, I'm, I think I did. <laughs> I, I honestly, I can't remember. I'm not going to claim winning that one, but 
So did you, did you say there was less drinking on this trip and you can't remember? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I digress. So it is man trip. Come on. So this is, so it was, it was a lot of fun. I had, I had a, I had a great trip on this and, but, and I'm going to share one last thing and then I, I'm building up to a question for you here is, so the first event of the day, we literally, we like, we all jumped in a big SUV from Corning, New York, and we headed up to Canada to do this extreme ropes course and I think it was called Skywoods course in Canada and the, the staff there were amazing and the course was really really good yeah and I'll link it in the bio here you should definitely do that it was a really cool course. and again if you're into this sort of thing like I would recommend going there and checking it out it's actually it was a lot of fun but so we've we so Larry and I did something like this before and when we showed up they all have the same spiel. It's like, hey, there's three or four courses and there's different levels of difficulty. We're like, which one do you want to do today? <laughs> and our group said, well, we want to do them all. And they're like, well, that's... Well, we wanted to do the expert first. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You got to go through the rest of them first. So, and we're like, well, we don't think you'll have enough time to even do all of them in one day, but you can try. And we're, you know, we're, we're a group of challenge accepted mindset people. So, oh, yeah. so we're like, all right. So we basically just flew through the, the beginner kind of, you know, kind of get a feel for what's going on course, flew through the intermediate, you know, and then we get to the advanced course and they're like, Hey, are you guys like, you're really sure? Like, this is like, like the, the level of increase of difficulty from intermediate to advanced is significant. Are you sure you guys want to do that? You got to sign an additional book of waiver and all this stuff. And and yeah, we that was kind of funny. They brought out a book and made you sign again. Yeah, it's <laughs> right I, up there in the treetop. It, it was right. I, so that I've not, that that I didn't see before. That was kind of funny, but yeah. I, I get it because like then you had to climb up that thing. Or no, this this that was the um yeah no there was like a ladder. That was the, the one we did on the ladder, and then you go mm -hmm. up. That one was pretty challenging. In fact, the hardest obstacle on this course for me was on that one, and uh, it was that mm, huge really. Uh, so I'm I'm not a tall guy, right? And that okay. the one with the crosses like that just. That you had to stop, oh, like, yeah. You like, had to get that stretch going, like leg yeah. spread completely from one cross yeah. to the next. Oh, yeah. yeah. Larry and I, we're like, yeah, we're, that, we're, we're, I had height, no problem with that one. Challenge. <laughs> yeah, no, you just like, you just like sasquatched across but the that other thing. ones. Whew. Yeah, no, I was on the stirrup one. I was good. That, like that one was, was not hard for me, you know, but so, but, and I don't know if you caught this, but at the end, when, when I had gotten down, I was talking to the staff, she mm. said to us, she was like, not many people actually finish these courses. And she's like, I don't know if I've seen anybody go through all of the courses like really? you guys did. Yeah. She didn't think we would get through all of them. And she's oh. like, the fact that you guys made it through all of them back to back to back to back in the shortest time block that we had that we <laughs> offer was pretty amazing. Right. Yeah. So I, I was pretty surprised in general too, when we're done, like, man, we made it through that. So here's my question for you, man. <laughs> yeah. How many days were you actually sore after this event, that event? It, it, you know, it was weird. I usually when I, okay, so let me just say that the expert level one, that was the last one we did. Now you, you can think that as you go through, I mean, this is a several hour period of time where we're in the tops of trees, climbing through these obstacles uh, on ropes and wires and, you know, just using our our uh, body uh, strength to get us through this. Um, we, we saved or, or, you know, had to work up to the expert level and the expert level was no joke. So there were points where, where I'm, I'm going through this. Um, I'm watching the, you know, somebody go before me. I think it was Joe was ahead of me during this one and I'm watching Joe go through it and he's just, you know, he's struggling and everything, but he's, you know, he, he's Joe, he's a Bryce, he's knocking through it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I got this. And, and I remember getting on one of them and it's just, so it's hard to explain. It's, it, it's these small blocks, the size of like your shoe and they're hanging from a wire and you basically have to slip your foot into the wire and then hold yourself up and kind of then meander through like about 20 of these across a wire in the tops of trees. It's, it's, it was nuts. So that was difficult. I got through that. I took probably the longest of anyone. I turn around and like four seconds later, it felt like Dan's through it. 
And I'm like, what? How did you, how is it? I took like 15 minutes. <laughs> you took like a minute and a half. I just so, had the flow, man. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it was like that particular one. I don't know if, I don't know if it's cause I got to see a couple of people go through it and maybe I kind of like picked the line, but yeah, I just I think that's probably what it was too. I was able to time the swings, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I just kind of almost just like walked on it, almost like a moving sidewalk. It felt like it was, it was pretty quick. And I was, I, you know, not, I, I don't like to brag about it, but I was pretty proud when the instructor guy was like, yeah, that was legit fast. And I was like, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. And, and so when I turned around, I mean, I was happy for you that you, I was like, dude, that's amazing. Get to the, but it was also a little demoralizing. I was like, how did I take so long? <laughs> you know, cause I got through it and I was like, oh yeah, I got through it. You know, nice. But anyway, so going on to the next one, or maybe it was even, it was the last one. It was the last one that was, there was yeah. another one where it was kind of just like the, plywood the hanging from ropes and you just kind of walk. Yeah. So so the next, uh, the, the last one was these ropes, actual ropes, and then there was a very small disc just hanging on a knot from the last, you know, at, at foot level. And so the idea here is you can't just go and step one foot and then, you know, get on it. You have to like hold yourself up, be able to put two feet exact same time on that then try to swing or make get yourself to the next one. So I said that in the beginning that we had gone through all these courses. It had been hours that we've been, you know, using our muscles and our strength. I was spent. I was completely you were gassed, man. Yeah, you were I gassed. was just so gassed. But but I was like, you know, a couple of the guys had already gone through. You were behind me. You had just knocked through that last one. So I'm like, I got to do this. So I mean, I. I got to a different level. Like I, you know, there's been points in, in, in my working out and in, in exercising and exerting myself that I've like thought I dug deep, but man, I dug deep this time. I was like making all sorts of grunting noise. And you probably were hearing this, but I was just going, all right, I am not going to like, so I don't, first of all, I know how I would get through it. If I didn't do it, there was no like, you know, uh, stage left where you could just you, step, you step could, off. Yeah, you couldn't, no, you were, you were, you were, you would have been screwed. You were halfway through. Like you literally, there was no way that you could have not like either way you would have had to either finish going forward or go backwards. Like they couldn't have gotten you down. Like you can only skip uh, an obstacle if you're on a platform. So you, you literally, you had no choice. Yeah. And that, and that, you know, there's something in that because I knew that mentally and I was like, I mean, obviously showing up for everyone else and and being able to get through it was important to me on this man trip with, you know, some guys that I respect so highly. And so I was like, I'm getting through this, but also I'm just like, I have to get through this. And so it it was able to, I was able to dig. uh, And plus, you know, you were in the back there motivating the heck out of me, which I certainly appreciate. And so I got through it, uh, but it was just a ton of upper body and just, which is probably one of my weaker areas and, uh, got through it. So your first question, your question was how long, it was a lot to, to get to this, but how so, long, so, and I'm going to make sore? it, I'm going to make it longer. Cause I got to okay. tell you something cool, about cool. that, about that particular exercise that I, I didn't even, or that obstacle that I didn't even tell you during the event. So, okay. so I did okay on that one too, on the yeah. ropes and the reason why that I actually did this. So, uh, so Xander is, is, you, you know, this now is actually starting to get into parkour and mm-hmm. he goes to this, uh, this, this course down in, in Weston, Florida, and it's called park Ave, uh, gymnastics or, and it's a huge facility and they got a, a dedicated parkour course and they really, they start teaching kids at a young age, you know, like five and up. Right. And, or maybe it's six and up. And I've gotten to know the owner, Gabe. He's a, this, he's an amazing guy. Like this dude is just cool. Like he's just a cool guy. Uh, has a great story and he taught Xander and I was standing next to him, but he taught Xander how to, how to traverse across four ah. Tarzan ropes. And he, he kind of taught the motion of like timing swings and how to like move your body with the timing of the swings to, to reduce the amount of energy that you're expending and kind of maximize your effort. Right. And it's, that's, and that's all parkour cool. is. It's like efficient running. It's efficient obstacle and, and, you know, passage or whatever. So because of, of what Gabe taught Xander and I was there to, to, to observe that, I kind of understood how to get over this obstacle with these ropes. So mostly what I was doing, I was using the disc platforms because you, you have to because the yeah. ropes are so far apart. But I was actually more about the swing and actually doing it that way uh, to get through that. So yeah. uh, if, if for some reason, if Gabe, if you're out, if you ever hear this man, <laughs> 
thank you for it. Your, your course at Park Ave is, is awesome. And I love what you're, how you're uh, instructing my son, man. So thanks for that. But yeah, sorry. So you're, so the question, so how long were you sore, man? That's. Yeah. So I, 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 I woke up, you know, the, again, that was the early part of the trip and I woke up the next day, not really sore at all. I mean a little bit, but just not really sore. So I was thinking, I'm in the clear. I don't know how, but I'm in the clear, <laughs> you know? And then about the second day, it really, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm starting to get sore. So I, I was sore for a solid, like, but it, it wasn't a terrible sore, but I was definitely sore for a solid, like two days, maybe three days. I don't think it was much. I mean, after, towards the end of the trip, I was, I was good, you know? Uh, what about yourself? Okay. So, I was about that three days and it was, it was like a sore, it was like a great workout level of soreness, yeah. but I was like, I was like a little bit, um, I don't know, a little bit stiff, if you will, almost just like, I don't know, my movement or whatever was just a mm. little bit, uh, it was more of that for me. Like I, I wasn't moving as nimbly as I think I normally would. <laughs> nimbly, uh, nimbly. But, <laughs> but so that course was no joke. I, I tell you, it was, yeah. uh, that was a, it was a pretty extreme event and I was pretty juiced about it. And this trip was awesome. And I had a, had a great time, uh, connecting with the guys. Um, but there's, there was one thing, man, on this trip that I didn't see coming. Okay. Did not see this coming. And I think you did a nice job keeping this under wraps the entire time. And I like, <laughs> I like how you presented it because you didn't, you know, cause it, cause again, on the trip, everybody's politicking for votes because everybody wants the trophy. Everybody wants that, yep. you know, that, that deal. And the fact that you didn't politicize what I'm about to share that I didn't see coming, I thought, you know, just speaks volumes about who you are as a person and, and your intention behind this. But man, I appreciate at the, that. at the, at the end, after the voting and the trophy was, was awarded and all of that, you said, Hey guys, I want to get everyone back together. I want to have a, a conversation. And, and you said, we've been doing this for 12 years and that's been really good for us to stay connected and, and stay kind of in, in fellowship and, and friendship with each other and whatnot, but it's time to take this to another level. And, and I, I was, I was taken aback by that. So I just want you to kind of, my, my question for you and what I, what I would like for you to do is just tell me what was your motivation behind it? And then just so our listeners aren't uh, uh, in the dark on this, kind of talk about what you did and what you introduced and your intention for doing that to our group of guys. Sure. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, first, you know, thanks for, for the things you just said there. Um, the, the idea not to politicize it just really quick in terms of, you know, getting votes. What we mean by that is getting votes for the uh, man of the year didn't honestly hit me until that morning. I, you know, I had, I had honestly thought about doing this sometime during the trip and, you know, even, and then I, I said to Larry the day before I said, yeah, just, I'll do it right around the time that we, uh, you know, present or, or we, you know, vote for the man of the year. And as I kind of thought about it the next day, Oh, you know what? Like, I don't want that. I don't want, I, I wasn't trying to get attention or, or anything. This was really something that was on my heart to, to, to do for everybody and to kind of, um, you know, selfishly also, I, I want to benefit from all of you guys. I mean, you're, you're some of the most successful people that I know. And, and, and again, respect, uh, all these guys so much that I, I want to the stuff to rub off, um, you know, on us. But anyway, so the reason, uh, why that was on my heart and why I wanted to do that was just, you know, I've been, getting into a lot of kind of self uh, improvement and development and, and just becoming accountable to yourself uh, for your life and the things that are going on in your life. Uh, and, and so I just felt like I've loved the last 12 years uh, of these trips. It's something we all look forward to. And we had so many times I can't even remember or tell all the fun things and just everything. And we have sharpened each other and we have through that without in really kind of intentionally doing that we've uh you know become better people uh because of our interactions so but i just felt like we could do more and um I, so what i what i thought about was just to try to you know get everybody together and say hey do you want to do this i mean i, I I don't want to take over or, or to make anybody do something um, or change the dynamic of, of our group unless everybody has buy-in because that's just not the way this, this thing goes. So I wanted to kind of present the idea of over the course of the year, 
uh, and even just a small portion of the trip, maybe an hour, maybe whatever, we just get together, we talk about, you know, what we're trying to work on in our lives uh, and improve as men. I mean, we've got, you know, a lot of guys have kids, they're married, they have girlfriends, fiancés, you know, uh, um, different parts of their lives financially at different stages and things. So there's a lot of things that we could do to improve. So anyways, I just wanted to see if we could increase our capacity. That was kind of in my mind, the, the thing I know, just talking about digging deeper on that, um, the, the, the skills course and, and, you know, that last piece where I didn't think I can get through that. I, I just knew that we all have so much more capacity if we choose to go there. And when we go there, we're going to be able to reach a different height. Um, but if you do, if you're not intentional about that, you'll probably never get there. You'll just, you know, you'll kind of ho-hum and, you know, you'll have successes because we're just that way. We're not going to settle for less, but if you really strive for it. anyway, so uh, what, what we did was, or what I did was, uh, I, I just thought, okay, you know, I, I read this book, the miracle morning and it really, that's by Hal Elrod. And it really, um, hit home for me because if you set your morning up, the, the, the premise behind it is if you set your morning up about maybe 30 minutes to an hour every single morning and you just focus on, you know, starting your day off right. And I won't go into all the details about what that is, but there's just some really specific things you can do and it just sets your morning. So now your day is starting out on fire, you know, and imagine how much more you're going to get done and you're going to be just fired up to have a fantastic day. Then that bleeds into your week. If you do that, you know, most of the days of the week, you're going to have a fantastic week and then month. And then before you know it, your year is going to just be phenomenal. So that was kind of the thought. I thought, you know what, if, if I can just impart that and we can take a look at that and, and, you know, the guys can, can, uh, glean one or two or three or four things from that, that'll be a huge success. And, and maybe that'll make an impact on their life. So I, I did that. And then along with that, just kind of a daily planner. Um, I, I just think, you know, taking notes, uh, uh, journaling and, and kind of planning your day is something that uh, will help us all. So, so I did that, but <clears throat> I just want to, I'm, I'm kind of going long here, but I just wanted to say one last thing is it was intimidating getting up in front of, <laughs> uh, everybody and it didn't go as I planned. I had like bullet points and, and some things I wanted to get through and, it just, it was hard. It was hard to make that presentation, but I, I got through it. I kind of spit out what I was trying to, to, to say. And then something that happened later on was just so important. And, and I was just so appreciative of everybody. So we did that and, and everybody kind of bought in, you know, they were like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Appreciate it. Gave them a book, uh, the, the planner and, and a nice pen to go along with it. And so then we moved on, uh, or, or that was after the, the, um, presentation or the, um, sorry, shoot, the uh, voting of man of the year. So we got in the car, we had a four hour car ride. And we, you know, we're on the ride. And I don't know who brought it up. I think maybe you did. But it just so, organic. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So, so it was me, I brought this up. And I got to tell you something, because I, I feel like I, I don't know exactly what you're gonna say, but I feel like I know where you're going with this. So I, sure. so I think it's probably gonna be even more impactful, or hopefully not less, about where it ended up. Yeah. So, so the reason that I actually brought this up organically, it wasn't completely organic. It was actually uh, planned that I bring it up. Okay. And the, re the reason why is because earlier, and I don't know if you were actually around when this joke happened, but okay. it, was a, it was an ill-timed joke that would have been way better timed in, in this conversation. But Larry made the comment, he was like, well, I know what I need to work on is planning, right? About, because mm. obviously of how we planned the trip or how sure. unplanned Saturday yeah, There was, was a couple right? things, yeah, that fell through so, or weren't there. <laughs> so he made, he made the, that joke and I thought it was hilarious, you know? So I, I literally brought it up for that reason to see if he would kind of make that joke and it would be funnier in that setting than, than when he delivered it before. Okay. So, so it was really, I only brought I shouldn't say only brought it, but the main reason I brought it up was for comedic relief on this, you know, four hour drive, but, but it turned into something way more than that. And I think that might be where you're going with this. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was a little like after the presentation, again, I didn't think it, it hit as well as I wanted. It wasn't as impactful as I wanted. And that was just me being in my own head. Plus presenting to you guys who 
are, are my closest friends and, and know my, you know, weaknesses to my talents and, you know, everything in between. And so that was, was a little intimidating. Um, so when we're sitting there in the car and, and, and that came up, um, I think then, you know, you can still say it was definitely organic that we began, uh, you know, each, each man went and said, well, you know what I need to work on is this. And we just kind of went from guy to guy through the car and just talked about and got real um, vulnerable and just said, look, I need to It was raw, man. It was, yeah, yeah, I had goosebumps during that conversation. It was raw. It was awesome. And and no one, you know, we're, we're, this is what I think is kind of funny too, is we jump on each other. We like really dig and, you know, kind of poke and prod, uh, each other in a fun, you know, just constant, constant hazing. We're always exactly constant. And so a lot of love that didn't happen at all. I don't think. And I recall during that little period of time. And so anyway, my point is we went through the car and everybody said that. And I was like, you know what? Like after I thought about it later, I'm like, it didn't matter how good my presentation was. It didn't matter, uh, whatever that I missed some of the points and that it didn't flow as I wanted to. But what mattered was I was able to get it out and I didn't stop. I didn't shy away from doing it, got it out. And then the end result is there was some impact. And I'm hoping that, you know, we'll only know year two, three, four down the line if, if it was impactful more significantly. But it just it showed that you just got to do it. You just got to, you know, lead with your heart and and, and just get out there. So yeah, so that, that was, you got to take action, man. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's the reality. That it's was like, my thing. I, I said that yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, did. I need to work on taking, you know, taking action. And this was part of it for me. This was part of that exercise, part of that growing part of that expansion. Uh, so, so yeah, so that, that, that was, it was awesome I, to, I to believe, feel. I truly believe this in my heart of hearts that most people are closer to greatness than they realize. Mm. And they have these thoughts and these beliefs and these desires or these instincts to step forward into something or to do something. And it is a a limiting belief that holds them back. And that limiting belief is typically fear of how they will be perceived. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like in that moment you were like, do I want to do this? Because in, in reality, even though we've been a group of close friends and some of us on the side, we talk about, you know, holding each other accountable and things like that. That's never been a part of that group, you know? And so to stand up and say, Hey, I want to not just focus on coming together once a year and and maintaining this friendship. I want to go pro level and, and push all of us to a greater level of capacity of greatness. And to do that, I mean, that's putting yourself out there, but I'll tell you, had you had not done that, if you decide, if you had the idea to do that, and then you, you, you chickened out at the last minute and said, I'm not going to sure. do this because I'm afraid of how my closest friends are going to perceive me. And you wouldn't do that. You would not have pushed people forward. And I'll tell you right now, like I'm digging through the book. You saw me, like I'm reading through <laughs> this and, and how I'm going to do this. I'm going to read through the entire book and then I'm going to dig into the planner and say, okay, now that I fully understand this whole thing. And I've, I thought that I read this one before. I actually read Miracle Morning for salespeople in the past. Or I listened to it oh, on Audible. Okay. This is a different one. It's the foundational piece. So I'm going to go through it deliberately, really pour myself into it, read in uninterrupted, undistracted times. And then once I fully have a grasp of everything I'm supposed to do with the savers model, then I'm going to crack open the planner and say, okay, now this is now I'm going to pour into it. And, um, and I'm on that path. So I, so I thank you for that. And I'm excited to see, we, we all committed that like 60 days in, we're going to kind of have a check in and say, Hey, how are you doing with this? And we kind of all know what each other's uh, target was or what their one area of focus for improvement was. And there's some accountability there for sure. Yeah. So I, so I think that was, I think that was really cool. And and something I just thought about just to kind of transition a little bit. Yeah. Do you think it's a appropriate for you to to upload that little hype video that uh, I put together on the ride home just to kind of show people like kind of what our, uh, what our deals like, or is that not, yeah, I, I don't see why not. Maybe we'll just run it by the guys to make sure that they don't care. But uh, by the way, that was, yeah, so the hype video that we'll probably post here is, uh, Dan, I think, Dan, you put that together with, what was, this is probably a good thing. What was the app that you used? I, Magisto. And I've, okay. I've loved this app. I use it for a long time. I will tell you that it's, uh, I've got a ton of videos in my Magisto profile. It's M-A-G-I-S-T-O. It's a fun little app. I think it's paid now. I will admit that when I did it, it was, I, it was a free app and I, I think sure. I grandfathered into that, but I think there well, might be still some free features now, but it's, there is, I, I got on it too. And, and you can do some, you can do some basic stuff like 10 photos or, you know, two videos. And, and so 
what <laughs> it was, it was kind of crazy. And, and it, it, we're riding home again, the four hour trip. And all of a sudden Dan's like, Oh, Hey, I got this, watch this. And he puts together this really cool montage. I mean, of with, editing and everything else and obviously the the app did it most of it but yeah, I, we were all, like, all i did all it did all of it I, <laughs> I literally i just i just picked the photos and videos and the day after the rest i mean it but it was just like really cool and it just kind of encompassed that one particular part of the trip and then a couple other you know parts of the trip and i, I loved it man I, i've already shared it with a bunch of people like just you can't share it on Facebook, believe it or not, because of some copywriting yeah. music or something. Yeah, but. so I, I did. I uploaded. So <clears throat> so Magisto has songs in the app that are copyright safe. It's royalty free, if you oh, will. So if you do okay. want to share it, you can. However, I, I felt like the theme of our trip uh, needed a, a, a very particular song. And I uploaded oh, I that out of, my, yeah. out of my phone. And, and I, I think it played really well with that. And that's why I didn't know if it'd be appropriate. I didn't know if we'd run into copyright because I don't want to. I don't. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll look into that, but maybe we'll just have a link where people can go. They won't, won't be posting it, but we'll post it on our page or something, you know, somewhere we'll figure it out. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it was, it was cool. So I want to, I want to share the story with you. So, so obviously I told you, so we, we got back from Mantrip on a Sunday, uh, late in the afternoon. I actually got to hang out with Sanford a little longer before he flew out early in the oh, morning cool. in Texas. And, uh, I flew out the next morning as well. I literally landed in Florida. I saw my family for probably 12 hours and, you know, probably four of that was sleeping, but we all got up in the morning, had breakfast, and then we went to the airport again and we went in separate ways. So I, I had a, a business conference I really? had to attend the past couple of days. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and Sarah and the, and the kids, she was like, listen, you know, you, you're going away on your man trip and I'm here with all three kids and, and then you're going to come right back and you're going to go away for a business trip for a couple of days. She's like, I'm going to go to Disney with the kids, you know? So she's, <laughs> she's, she's actually, she's Sarah's actually there amazing. now. She, oh, she's incredible. She's yeah. an amazing, amazing woman. And uh, I'm, I'm way more fortunate than I deserve to have her for sure. But so she went there and I went to this business trip and it was an amazing conference. And there's some things that, that I want to uh, talk to you about maybe on future episodes or whatever that I learned sure. specifically with video. But I got to tell you this, man, this is a crazy thing that happened to me. I feel like it's a theme in my life that I, I dodged these big bullets in life. And uh, mm. so you got me when I was, when I was coordinating my trip, I was, you know, it was in Atlanta. I was flying out of Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta. So I was booking a round trip ticket and I was coordinating this and I didn't want to be gone too long. And I, I booked the, the trip really before I knew that Sarah was going to be taken off too. So I wanted to just kind of be, get back as soon as possible. Cause I knew it'd be, it'd be several days without seeing my family. And I didn't want to, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the conference got over at two 30 on Thursday. And I was like, you know what? There's a 4.30 flight out of Atlanta that gets back to Fort Lauderdale. And I was like, maybe I can select that one. But, I, but I, I, I'm a planner. So I'm like, logistically, I would have to be leaving the conference exactly at 2.30 and hope that no one pulls me aside and has questions, which never happens. I always get dragged into the conversations. Now, were you or, presenting? I did. I actually, so I was there listening to a lot of great speakers. And I actually, I did have a, a short spot talking about, awesome. uh, I was sharing about Bandolier, which is a, uh, uh, if they're an amazing company, remind me, I don't want to t- go down that rabbit hole right now, but okay. remind me on a future show to about Bandolier and I'll tell you, they're an amazing, amazing company. But, uh, so I was speaking, but I was like, you know what? I'd have to leave directly at two 30, take the 30, hope there was no traffic to get to the airport by three, turn in the rental car, hope there was no line at security and all that, which I'm pre-checked. So it's not usually an issue. Mm-hmm. And I would literally just make boarding. And I was like, you know what? That's cutting it a little bit close. I'm not going to take the four thirty flight back. I'm going to take the six o'clock flight back, you know? So I booked the six o'clock one. Right. So I ended up leaving literally conference got over 30 minutes early. Everyone blew out of there. I literally didn't have any follow on conversations. There was zero traffic in Atlanta at two o'clock, which I don't know if that's normal or whatnot, but I blew right to the airport, flew through security (laughs) pre-check and I would have absolutely paid this 4:30 flight. So there I am thinking, man, I wish I would have picked this flight. Uh, now I'm going to have to sit in this airport for even longer. So I sat in the airport for about two and a half hours, three hours waiting for my, my six o'clock flight. Uh, and it was boarding at six ten. That's why I say six, six o'clock. And so we get on, we board, we're sitting there and then we're, we're going and, and we're taxiing and we're sitting out on the tarmac for a little bit. It's like, Oh, this is kind of weird. It's like, Oh, it's a busy airport. Maybe we're just in line or whatnot. And the pilot comes on and says, Hey, want to let you know, got an indicator light on up here. Uh, oh no. 
there's these three hydraulic systems in the plane and this indicator light says that one of them is is uh down um it, it operates a lot of the things in the plane so for obvious reasons we can't take off we're gonna have a mechanic come out and tell us how serious it is sometimes these things can be fixed quickly but we'll keep you posted i'm like all right whatever we're sitting there and and uh mechanics they come on they go out they're looking at things and and all of a sudden the pilot goes well it's not going to be as quick of a fix as we hope, so we are going to taxi back to the to the to the gate, and we'll let you guys out, and then we'll tell you kind of what's going on. So we get back there, and we pull to the gate, and they basically say, "Hey, this this hydraulic system, uh, there's a leak. Uh, it doesn't appear to be serious, but we take these things very seriously. We don't obviously ever you know skirt anything with safety. So everybody needs to get off the plane, hang out in the gate area, and then we'll tell you where the new gate is and the new flight information and all that. I've been through that, oh." Yeah. And I've, and I've been in this situation before and honestly, like, because again, my family's out of town now. So I, I literally have no real major purpose to rush back. So I'm chill. I'm like, yeah. whatever. I'm not, I'm and in no the hurry best today. way to take it too, is just relax. hundred percent. So like, I'm like not even mad. Like I'm like, I'm being cool with the, the attendance. Cause I know people are going to be getting annoyed and giving them stuff. I'm like, yeah, yep. this is awesome. Man, I'm just like this. you with this. This is funny. So we get there and it like it updates in my app immediately, like the Delta app. Like there was no waiting. There was no like, hey, what's going on? And, you know, do I need to take a different flight? It literally like instantly the Delta app. Is, hey, there's a nod to Delta. Nice job. Not a Delta. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I generally haven't had many issues with Delta and I'm not like I'm not like, a, you know, a super fan of any airline, frankly. Sure. But um, so it updates in the app and it's like, hey. Your, your, your gate is now E30 and you know, you can have this flight. It's actually leaving at nine o'clock now, you know, so it kind of got pushed back like, you know, three hours. Um, or do you want to look for other alternatives? So it gave me this choice. I'm like, no, I'm not in a hurry, whatever. I don't want to look for alternatives. And like, it's just going to be easier for me just to kind of go over and do this, this flight. So I just go to that gate and I'm sitting there, get on. I meet this amazing guy actually. And again, guys at airports and planes are just, they're just, the, you have these fun conversations. Cause I rarely get names. I usually just have a meaning, you know, meaningful conversation. And then we just part ways and, and you take it for what it is. But this guy, we're just, we're just chatting down the bridgeway as we get onto the, the plane. We end up sitting, we're kind of near each other anyway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he tells me this, this one liner that is, <laughs> it is great. He was just like, he goes, and I felt good. And maybe he was, he was kind of giving me a compliment. So it always makes people feel nice. Right. Sure. But, uh, I was still, you know, still kind of in my conference attire. Cause I went right from the conference to the airport and, um, he was like, man, he's like, you look sharp. And this guy was, this guy was dressed at a nines. I mean, he looked great, had an amazing <laughs> suit, you know, had like this Gucci handbag, a Rolex watch. Like this guy was like, he was hey like to the nines. Yeah. Right. And he's just chatting me and he, he's an older dude and he's just got this most amazing, huge, bigger, larger than life personality. And he's like, I like your jacket, man. And he stops and he looks, he goes, he's like, actually, man, that's like the whole thing, the jacket, the jeans is like, your shoes are on point. He goes, man, he's like, you got that minimal advantage. And I was like, at first I was like, minimal advantage. Like, I was like, I'd never really heard that term before. And I didn't yeah. know what to think about it. Like, that's like, what, is, saying, that, what hey, is that about? Like, he's like, you got a little bit of an edge, right? And I was like, <laughs> and, and then I don't know if my, my, my non-poker face like relayed what I was thinking to him. But he goes, <laughs> He goes, listen, man, he goes, that's, that's all there are in life is that minimal advantage. He goes, he goes, it's that minimal advantage that will set you ahead of other people. And he's like, you just need to basically search to find all those little minimal advantages that you can wow. to stay ahead. He goes, because there's no such thing as a big advantage because if it was a big advantage, everybody would find it. He goes, but you need to find those minimal advantages to keep ahead. And I was like, I like that. And yeah. And he goes, he's like, that's how, that's how I've done this in my life. And I was like, I'm looking, I was like, and you've clearly arrived, dude. <laughs> like I'm looking at him and, <laughs> and he just kind of chuckles he's it off. Leveled and, up. Like, and, uh, and he's, he's not, he wasn't like uh, subdued about it. Like he was absolutely okay. Kind of showcasing it to someone that pointed it out. So okay. we're chatting, we're sitting on this plane and we're chatting and he's like, yeah, I've got this and I've got that. And, uh, and, and not in like a super, like, it's not like I've got the per- private jet. Like, it was just kind of funny, like how he was talking about but he's a really cool guy. And it was, it just made the, the experience that more meaningful because had we not deplaned and had to get back on, I might not have had that little conversation. So for me, I'm like, this was great, right? This is cool. Check this out. Flight lands. I, I get there perfectly fine. It's an easy flight. And uh, I get home around midnight or whatever. And wake up in the morning and I'm reading through news feeds and stuff. The 4.30 flight from Atlanta, the Delta flight from Atlanta to Fort Lauderdale that I would have taken had it, yeah. had I thought this had a major malfunction in the air. They were, they were at 39,000 feet and they lost pressure 
and they descended 30,000 feet in seven and a half minutes. Like massive depressurization, like the the oxygen mass dropped, like people are freaking out and they had to divert to Tampa, right? Wow. So like that's the flight that I would have been on had I like booked it and tried to take a really you know, non relaxed travel schedule. But the sure. fact that I was like, no, I'm going to take, I'm going to give myself a luxurious amount of time. I was able to avoid that, you know, which would have been a pretty exciting, you know, uh, and an anxious situation. And I was also able to, to kind of cross paths with this dude, uh, that I'm guessing he worked for Ford cause he was decked to the nines. He had like his pocket square had a Ford logo on it. And his, oh, really? his Bose wireless. Well, I was a CEO of Ford or something and you just didn't know. <laughs> It's funny because I asked him, I was like, well, what do you do? And he goes, I just talk, man. He goes, I talk. Sometimes it's motivational. Sometimes it's about business. But that's my minimal advantage is fluid communication, brother. And I was wow. like, I love it, man. And we, we, we fist bumped and that was it. So, so he never told me. I don't, he might, that that would have been cool. I, I got to yeah. be the CEO of Ford. Probably fries. Right. Probably flies right. private but jet. You but uh, you never know. And that's a God thing. Let's just, let's just pause. Yeah, and, right. You know, that's a God thing. Awesome. I, 100%, man. So like, so, but I got this thing like where I'm always like, uh, I'm always – dodging that like that big bullet you know so it's uh i thought that was kind of fun and that, that literally like just happened so um yeah so no let, question let, did following you connect yeah. with him is my question i mean you, you you connected with him obviously in terms of conversation so, but yeah i don't know did was there any so i did trading I, of so i i didn't man and i gotta i gotta say i suck at that i absolutely <laughs> i suck at that and you're really really good at this like i don't know how many times You've told me like I met this guy or this person on this plane and they're amazing in business or they're amazing at this or they're like, like, like the one guy from Florida and you're like, you connected with this guy and then you guys ended up meeting up after the fact. So like, I suck at this. So how do you do that? Like, what do you, what do you, like, how do you do that to stay connected? All right. Um, so for me, it's just, I'm really, first of all, just, I'm interested. I'm just interested in what people do for a living, what their lives are like, you know, so I'm the guy who talks to you on a plane. <laughs> so let's, let's start with honesty there, but, um, full disclosure, I try to avoid that guy. So maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's step one for me is to like lean into those conversations versus just throwing my well, headphones on early. And I mean, people. yeah. So there's, there's, not an, that bad. I'm being yeah, little. there's an art to that, right. Where, I mean, I'm, I'd like to think that I have some sense about it and I, I can tell if somebody's in the mood to talk, if they're smiling, if they're, you know, whatever. Um, if they're not, I respect that. I'm not going to, and sometimes I'm not that, you know, but, uh, in terms of, I don't want to talk, but, uh, like just to, to talk about the one guy that, uh, you mentioned, uh, he, he was actually on the phone while, you know, the, the stewardess was doing everything to get everybody ready for the flight. And he's on the phone, just yakking away, like about, um, his service and the company and, and, you know, explaining what, why this is awesome, the stuff that they're doing. And so I, I couldn't help it overhearing. I wasn't trying to, you know, eavesdrop and I'm sitting next to him and he's loud. So the, the stewardess is like telling him to put his phone down. He's doing the classic, oh, putting it down and then grabbing it right back up and continuing the conversation. So um, when we get through and, and we're in the air and, uh, you know, kind of a captive audience in that sense, I just I said, hey, I couldn't help but, you know, overhearing. Uh, a little bit about your conversation there in regards to what you do. I'm like, do you mind, you know, elaborating? Uh, I'm just very interested in this type of stuff. And so that just opened the conversation and he was, you know, really excited to, to share. And uh, obviously when people are passionate and, and uh, you know, excited about what they do, they're going to share that. So, um, and then I just, I used to be bad too with, with like just letting, dropping it right there, you know, having that great interaction and then, you know, you gather something from it and you, you, you both are enriched a little bit, hopefully, but then it just ends and, and that's okay sometimes. Uh, but sometimes, you know, maybe there's a connection, maybe there's, uh, something, you know, what changes our lives are small moments. I mean, small moments can shift our complete trajectory and and we don't know those moments. So that's why I just, I kind of think about that and I just go, you know, sometimes it's a nothing and sometimes it's, you know, can, can be something. So, I just always try to get an email and say, oh, hey, you know, usually there's something that comes up in the conversation that will say, oh, I want to send you that or I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll show you that link or whatever it is. So even if it's an article, if it's something we heard, if it's something we're into, I'll just try to, you know, uh, connect with them if, if it felt 
like that was something that was necessary. So I'll get their email and, and I'll, and I'll send the email or I'll send them a text right after I get service in the airport. Um, and I, I just, I just feel like that's, that's, that's the way I do it. And, and sometimes it's uh, fruitful for both parties, hopefully. I think it's awesome. I, I'm going to, I'm going to take a play out of your book there, man, because I, I need to get better at that. I, I certainly do. You know, I know that I, I've, I've crossed paths on, on planes with some pretty amazing people and I've never really taken that next step to, to try to stay connected and expand, you know, my, my circle. So I think sure. that's a, that's a good lesson learned for me personally that I, that I need to do cause I'm not good at that. Cool. Well, cool. That's listen, man. I, I know we went a little bit long tonight. We didn't really get into much business <laughs> stuff and our audience is like, probably like what, what, but next episode, um, next episode, next episode. Yeah. You got to tune back in. Uh, and, and I've got a lot more questions that I, I do want to ask you next time we get together about, uh, some, some of the business topics, but I just, I had an amazing week and a half, you know, one, the first half of that was, uh, was obviously with you on, on our trip and I, and when we returned to our conference where I had some kind of a fun story I wanted to share, uh, cause we've not connected since then. Cause it all just happened. So, sure. uh, so sort of derail the conversation, but I am glad to, to connect with you on this and, and just, just keep leaning into each other on this, man. And I, again, I appreciate you pushing our circle of friends with the miracle morning and the high performance planner. And, uh, I, you know, I, you have full authority to hold me accountable to, to stay in the course with that, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Likewise. It's yeah, it's, it's going to be us, uh, all of us guys sharpening each other. And, uh, I, th- I hope it, I hope it just, kind of evolves into whatever it's going to involve in evolve into um and you know helps us in the areas that we need to uh to grow and and, and get deeper awesome and anything else you want to share before we land this plane no i think that's it um you know i'm looking forward to chatting again uh on the next episode thanks everybody that uh listened i hope you you know were able to gain something i hope we you know added something to your life uh in any small way uh and you know check out the show notes for everything that we talked about and uh dan thank you man thank you for uh, another another great time and uh we'll see everybody soon i appreciate that man and just one parting shot on that is i i hope even though this episode wasn't really about business related topics, I hope that you got to know Sharif and I better. And I hope you start to, to learn a little bit more about who we are and just understand that we're just, we're some average guys and we're approachable. And, you know, if, if you are like me and you need to get better at connecting with people that you're starting to get to know, you know, why don't you take this as a call to action to connect with us, you know, follow us on Instagram at the FAQ show, uh, connect with us and just start to, to, to bring us into your circle. You've got full permission to do that. We welcome you into ours and, uh, and, and glad you're tuning in and, and dial in for the next episode. We'll talk to you guys soon.